Welcome to the very first Smart Business Transformation Podcast. Yes, this is the very first episode of the brand new Smart Business Transformation Podcast. If you are working in a large, complex organization and are trying to unleash superior performance, then this is just for you. Or maybe if you're working in an organization that's going through change and you're struggling to cope, or maybe just want to thrive, not just survive the change, then this is also for you. My name is Ben Ramsden from Mensard.com. That's M-E-N-S-A-R-D.com, Mensard.com. I've been looking forward to doing these podcasts for a very long length of time, so it's great to be starting. For this first episode, I've asked my friend Debbie Lindsay to interview me about Mensard and how we help people like you. She started by asking about why I launched Mensard. One of the first professional jobs, I don't I mean not delivering the mail or digging up the road or all the other things you do when you're a student, but the, one of the first professional jobs I did was in a government department. It was an electricity department. I used to provide electricity to uh, Birmingham uh, in, the, in the Midlands, which is one of the big cities in the UK. And while I was there, they were privatised, which basically means they had shareholders they had to pay a dividend to, as opposed to just asking the government for money. And they were forced to compete for business. So rather than have people knock on their door and giving them power when they felt like it, they had to compete. They had other suppliers out there. Now, for everybody there that had used to being a monopoly, um, just doing what they wanted to do when they wanted to do, you know, they'd ask for, for money when they needed it and they'd do things when they felt like it. This was such a massive, massive, massive change. And for an, a new person in the organisation, I just was fascinated. It was like just watching... You know when you dig up an ant's nest in the, in the garden and all the ants run around like mad things? It was like being there. People just couldn't understand what, what was going on. And there were all sorts of weird behaviours going on uh, in the time. And just being an outsider now inside the business was so fascinating to me. I mean, give you one example. In some of the, in some of the district offices, the phones used to have a button on the top. Um, and the button was for the engineers to press when they made a phone call. Now, what's all that about? There were basically two sorts of people in this organisation. There were the engineers and the administrators. Um, the engineers were paid £500 a year more than the administrators because they regarded themselves as more superior because they kept the lights on. And all the phones used to have a button on the top because that was saying when they picked up the phone, if there was anybody already on the line, they would press the button basically said, oh, that's an administration call, we'll cut it off and the engineers take priority. <laughs> so, you know, the whole place was steeped in engineering. Okay. Um, that's what it was all about. But anyway, coming back to the chase, the, the experience of being in an organisation that, you know, had its, had its why, had its purpose completely changed. It was now to serve customers and deliver a dividend to, to shareholders and seeing the, seeing the reaction of people there has, has, has always fascinated me deeply about organisational behaviour. And every role I've taken since then has always been about helping or trying to get an organisation to move forward in some sort of way. Um, and it's everywhere you go, there's, there's people always trying to take organisations forward and they've always got problems. 
And so what I've decided to do is really specialise in how to, how to help people solve those problems so that everybody could move forward faster. And that basically is what Mensard does. What I've learned is if you go in there and tell people what the problem is, they start to tense up a bit, get a bit defensive, and get very focused on the problem and why, why it's that way and why it's a difficult problem to solve. And you, you very quickly become an expert on the problem. Everybody's a bit tense and well, it's all a bit difficult. Oh, that's difficult, yes. So, uh, unlike many other people in my line of work, I try not to go in there and tell them what their problems is, their problems are, because they already know they've got problems, that's why they've paid me to come in. I'm a lot more around creating the space for people in organisations to admit to themselves they've got problems and find their own solutions. Because I find it's much, it's much better when people uh, actually dig their own way out of situations than have somebody else give them a shovel and tell them where to dig. Because people are then empowering themselves to move forward. And actually, because they're there every day and they know what's going on, they're actually the experts anyway. Most people just haven't had the freedom or the time or the opportunity or even the awareness to actually get themselves to move forward. So, I mean, I call it going slow to go fast. Um, the going slow is actually to give people the space and the time to, to self-discover and sort these things out. But once they do, that the going fast is actually they start to solve issues very quickly indeed. So a lot of my work is around mindset. It's around belief. It's around empowerment and things like that. So although, you know, the classic left brain, right brain way of thinking, you know, left brain's all about what's your return on investment? How many widgets now are you producing? You know, what's, it, what's your price? Um, you know, although I can do all of that and give them a wonderful strategy for how to move from your problem into your solution, a lot, a lot of my work is actually more on the right brain, which is a lot more sort of, dare I call it, soft work, which is very hard. Uh, to get people to recognise that and to, to move forward. You know, the, you know the, um, the builder always has the worst house in the street. <laughs> the painter never has the, a painted painter, home. The painter never has a painted home. <laughs> the hairdresser never does a hair. Um, you know, much as I like to eat my own dog food or drink my own <laughs> champagne or <laughs> however you like to put it, I, I find I'm very bad at doing it to myself. I think that's why I'm so effective at helping others is because I empathise with them. <laughs> yes. Nobody's perfect, certainly not me. And because I've made so many errors, I can relate to, to being where they are. So you've got a terrific um, website that you've now started, and you've got some newsletters and some blogs, and you've got some very interesting blogs on your website. that you know, I've actually gone to it and actually read a few, and I've learned an awful lot already myself. Have you got one in particular that you like the most yourself? The business I'm in is a bit like the chocolate industry. Everywhere you go, there is chocolate, but it's it's difficult to know what's it's difficult to know the difference between the good chocolate and the bad chocolate. And of course, in the chocolate industry, there's great brands. In my industry, there's a lot of big name consultancies that that do what I do, and they all have a, a formula for doing what I do across big organisations. I'm a bit different to that. Um, but, you know, they, they will hire their team for you for tens of thousands of dollars. I'll come in for a day. The reason we're starting podcasts is because a lot of people need this sort of support, but they can't get their own, 
they can't get a budget to do it, they haven't got the time to do it. By podcasts, allow them to listen to it on the train or in the car on the way home or whatever it is. Also doing short videos, you know, three, four minutes that people can quickly dive to and get a bit of information. So you now really what I'm trying to do with a website in its very early days currently is just to put a whole bunch of relevant stuff out there in short bite-sized chunks that people can dip in and out of as they please. Uh, for an example, you, you know, one of your uh, blogs or one of your podcasts uh, coming up, I, I, I believe, is uh, you know, what's a business strategist and you know, why would you invest in a business strategist? What's the benefits? And mm. if I could just listen, if I was wanting to get a business strategist into my company to help me, that certainly would give me great ideas on what to look for and what, what to stay away from, I would assume. Mm. And I could do that in a quick couple of minutes mm. Mm. Of, uh, being, of listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks for saying that. I've, I've forgotten about that particular one. And that particular one, I think, has got a, a short video in it. So, you know, in three or four minutes, just press on that and you get a video. Oh, how good is that? And it's, it's completely free. Um, and the idea is that if you're about to do it yourself, it will give you some ideas. If you think you're hiring somebody to do it, it will give you some ideas. If you're about to walk into a conference room with a bunch of people to do it for real, they could all have a, have a look at it. And that will give them some ideas as well. And it's only three or four minutes of everybody's time and, you know, completely free. And if you've got any questions, uh, you can call me. I charge $2.50 per minute uh, by phone. Um, uh, you know, it's like sitting in a cab. You know, the, the, the meter sort of clicks over at a similar rate. So, you know, for a few tens of dollars, you could, you could get your question answered very quickly indeed. And, you know, the, around your business, I'm sure that you would be able to share a lot of case studies on businesses that you've actually gone into where you've had a particular issue happen and that might be happening for one of our listeners and they can just go straight onto your site and listen to how that was uh, workshopped through and how you uh, what what ideas that you had some creative thoughts expanded out the ideas and uh, and then what happened afterwards you know for an example you know you've you've been involved in multi-million dollar projects and you have helped leverage and bring about massive change for some of the biggest companies around. So people will be really interested to hear about that. Well, thank you. I hope so. Um, you know, when you, you watch an interview on TV or you hear it on the radio, usually it's with a personality or with you know, somebody who is out there. You sometimes pick on parts of their story, parts of what they're talking about, and that just rings bells for you. You know, what I'm trying to do by having these conversations with business people and, and, and such like is basically to ring bells for the audience. You know, in the particular situation they're in, just say, oh, yeah, that's like so-and-so. Just give them an idea about a different thing to approach, a different, a different, different idea. You know, I'm not, I'm not handing out medicine and saying, you know, this magic pill is going to work in your situation. I'm basically empowering people, energising people, giving people new ideas, Making them feel not alone. You know, it's a very, it's a, it can feel very lonely when you're in business trying to do something and it seems that everybody's against you. You know, the world is trying to change very fast indeed currently. And, um, you know, everybody's got very similar issues. 
I absolutely agree with that. And I'm sure a lot of CEOs, managing directors, no matter what role that they play within the big, larger organisations, um, certainly must feel that way when they don't know who they can talk to, who might have been in their same situation, and be able to offer some really helpful and useful strategies. So Ben, it's been fantastic talking to you today. Um, we, I know that you're going to do a lot more podcasts and I know they are going to be on your website. Really looking forward to you sharing that with us. I don't think there's anybody else uh, you know, with as much knowledge and as much resourcefulness as what you're going to offer uh, out there to everybody. So really looking forward to it and thank you so much for um, sharing sharing with us today. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to um, ask me all these difficult questions. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Bye right. for now. Bye. Thank you. Well, I must thank Debbie for taking the time out of her busy schedule to do that interview for me. Debbie is a highly accomplished business coach, and you can learn more about her and her business at stayfocused.com.au. I'll put that link in the show notes. She tends to work with smaller businesses, whereas I work with much larger organisations like corporates, multinationals and government departments. Now, if the topics covered here today resonate with you, then do go to our website at mensard.com. That's M-E-N-S-A-R-D.com. And have a look around. You'll see that I'm just getting started putting together a library of audio, video and written resources to help people like you trying to move into the future as effectively as possible and with maximum enjoyment and minimum stress. There you can sign up to join our email list and be informed about new content as this is added. And if you've got a question or a comment or a review, then do please post it there. I'd absolutely love to hear from you and we'll answer as best I can. Anyway, that's all for today. Look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, In the meantime, go and check out mensard.com. Go there now. Thank you. Thank you.